Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Stephen O'Keefe, who took 12 wickets in a three-day test. Steve, it's great to have you on the program on a day full of memories. What it, it is, and what a great intro. If I wasn't excited, Jared, about this test, which I am, I am buzzing at the moment. I mean, there's been so much hype, hasn't there, around what this team is going to look like firstly. I've had a look at the wicket and seen photos. I'm not sure whether they're going to play cricket or checkers on that wicket, given that there's, <laughs> there's a three or four different colours. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm excited, I'm intrigued. Um, and I'm fascinated as to who, you know, the Australian team has is, is, is obviously settled on their 11. Um, you could make a case or an argument for any which combination you've just come up with. Your mail is hearing that Ashton Agar is out. Um, Todd Murphy, well, that would be a long flight for his parents if he wasn't to play. Um, but, you know, I'm assuming the two offies um, and the two quicks, and they're going to go in a batter heavy with hands given six. I think that would be my team. Um, I, I guess we'll find out in a couple of hours. So the, the Murphy story is quite thrilling. Uh, I think we spoke about this, uh, I reckon it was November when we, we did that one day out together. Give me your scouting on Todd Murphy and what Australian cricket is about to see. Um, look, uh, he, he is something very, very special. He's... Um, you know, I haven't been this excited about an off-spinner since Nathan Lyon. I think he can bowl, you know, to get a little bit technical up the back of the ball, which means he'll get over spin and drop. But not only that, he's got a lot of um, a lot of skills to his armoury. So he can bowl square seam, which is important over there. You know, you watch Ravi Chandra and Ashwin, and the reason he has success, obviously, is tall. But he can bowl different shapes on the ball. And, and, and Todd Murphy is the guy in his brief, cricket uh, journey so far is a guy who's able to use all of those skills in certain uh, uh, parts of the game and really exploit them. You know, I think one of Nathan Lyon's greatest attributes is he bowls a beautiful off spinner, but it seems to be the, the, the same ball most of the time. I think what you'll see with Todd is that he can bowl that ball along with three or four other different ones. Not only that, he's open to feedback. You know, in the middle of pressure situations and it's you know, none more than in domestic cricket than T20 when you've got the likes of, um, you know, big hitters going after you. He's willing to listen. He's willing to learn. But then he's willing to apply it in a way that's confidence and not arrogance. So I, I can see in the next 12 to 18 months uh, a suitable replacement for Nathan Lyon. And I think we'll see that straight away. If he does get the nod in his first test, which I think he will, I think we'll see that from him. So this is the the... The team balance question. So, and I reckon it changed after Sydney. Andrew McDonald told us heading into Sydney, we won't necessarily pick our second best spinner. We'll pick the team balance. And so Agar got a look, but he bowled in such a manner that it was it was hard to see him in this test match. So going with the two offies, is in what you've just described there, is there enough variation to threaten an Indian batting lineup which is so versed in spin? I look. It's not. It's not as, as highly as I regard Todd Murphy, and I do think he is the second best spinner 
um, in the country at the moment. I would have gone with Ashton Agar for a couple of reasons, but the main one being that India does have uh, India does have is potentially going to play ten right-handers, and yeah. I think in India to, to 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 play good cricket, you need one bowler who can attack. Um, which I think will be Nathan Lyon, just given that the way that he bowls up and over the back of the ball, a bit of bounce, he's afraid to give it, not afraid to give it a bit of flight, land the ball outside off, spin the ball in, and you need someone who can then defend and bowl straight to pack the stumps. And Ashton Agar, in my opinion, Jerry got a really harsh deal um, by the media in, 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 in a game where he only bowled 15 overs, in a game where Spin only took three wickets, he seemed to be the poor guy, he's not good enough. He didn't bowl well enough or control well enough. I think all he needed was a bit more time. I think he's he's had that. Um, But the mail out is that, you know, they're not happy with the way that he's bowling. It's not consistent enough. He can't do that controlling job. Um, And they've gone, I think they'll go with Murphy, who they believe can do that job. I just think it's a huge danger, a huge, huge danger, particularly since Mitchell Stark isn't playing. There won't be that rough outside the right-hander's eye line. And I think it plays into their hands a little bit. I'm still bullish on this Australian team. I think they've got the batting depth to put on big scores. You put on big scores, you allow your spinners to relax, you allow them to attack. You, you don't, I guess, um, you know, you don't embed on poor overs or poor spells because you know you can catch them up if you do score big runs. But I would have loved to seen Ashton Agar play this first test and prove some of the pundits wrong. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like they're going to go that way. So what sort of baptism of fire is it for a 22-year-old with uh, no experience in India? He has been, I think he's been superbly brought along by Victoria. I think Craig Howard's had a, a big place in that as, uh, as something of a spinning guru in our country. But how big is the baptism of fire to walk into a test match as a 22-year-old with only a handful of first-class games to your name? Uh, it is, it's, it's, well, there's just, there, there is just none bigger. Um, and I like George Bailey's, you know, when he was asked about Todd Murphy, a very similar question, he goes, well, we haven't picked him as a project player. We've picked him because we believe he's ready. And I listen to players like Steve Smith, Marnus Lubbershane, who I regard as, you know, students of the game with high cricket intellect, and they rave very, very highly about the quality of Todd Murphy. So, look, it is going to be a big task for him. But he wouldn't be picked if that team and those senior members and senior coaches didn't believe he was ready. However... You know, I, I went back and I watched some highlights of the 2004 series, um, you know, watching Harbhajan, Nathan Horrocks played that final test um, in the famous test where Michael Clark took six for nine as a left-arm finger spinner. Um, you know, India at that stage, predominantly all right-handers, barring uh, Godim Gambier at the top. And I just feel like it, that we might be missing a trick just by not playing that left-arm finger spinner to offer that variation to challenge both sides of the bat, straightening and spinning across. Um, and, and, you know, Todd's going to have to bowl if it's day one on that wicket. You know, he's going to have to bowl tight. He's going to have to bowl straight. Um, and he's going to have to do that containing role um, because the last thing you want is two spinners over there who are going at four and over, particularly if you've only got two quicks. And this is what India will do. They'll put those young spinners under the pump straight away. Yeah. And they'll force our bowlers to come back and bowl three, four spells in the heat, and then you lose your advantage, your trump cards in coming, so you want bowling short, fast, quick spells. Um, you know, you've got Boland, who we know is fit and can wheel away, but, it, 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 you know, as I said, you're going to need that control element, um, and I just hope that, that, that Todd can produce his best and really lock down an end and, 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 and do what uh, is required to support the other three bowling members. 
The build-up to the first test when you get a look for the first time at a pitch. Take us back to Pune in February 2017 and what the, what the, I guess, the mood of the team was once you'd seen what had been prepared. And uh, somebody said to me yesterday, India does India really well. <laughs> you know, that, and it actually made an awful lot of sense. It does. Um, it was it was Ravi Shastri at the time of the toss went out and I was extremely nervous just looking at the wicket. You know, everything over there is amplified. The heat, the crowd, the conditions. And he starts off his presentation in the middle of the wicket with, welcome to Pune. Um, this wicket, well, it looks like it has dermatitis. There's holes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I, burst, I burst into laughter. It actually helped me relax. Um, a little bit, um, but it is so foreign, um, and the Indians will play on that. You know, they'll play mind games with the Australians in in what they expect, uh, the the pitch and the conditions to do. Um, and I think what helped us, what what really helped me in particular, was we went over and we had two weeks in Dubai before we went over, and it's not the same conditions, but we had the heat, we had practice games, we had team synergy. We had game plans, and I bowled lots and lots of overs. You know, I gave away uh, six weeks of big bash cricket, um, in which Darren Berry famously said, "Well, what he should be playing big, big bash cricket because he's only get they're only going to run and slog at him anyway, like they do yes. big bash. So he may as well be playing it." But I prepared the house down, played great cricket, played second level cricket because I knew I was going to bowl big long spells. But I guess the criticism that you know some people will say, and Steve Smith doesn't believe it, but I do. He's like, well. You know, you only get green tops anyway when you go to India. You know, when they go to practice games, I'm like, that's fine. That doesn't bother me. Let me bowl on a green top. But let me bowl in that heat. Let me bowl against their batters when they're coming at me hard. Let me see it, feel it, and embrace it. I'm going to be here for six weeks. I want to, you know, I want to feel it all. Um, you know, but for a lot of these guys that would have been bowling in the nets, they bowled on scarified wickets at North Sydney, which I can tell you is not going to hold its light a candle to what the wickets are going to be doing in India, let alone the batters. So uh, there's a question mark over their preparation. Um, But but look, hey, Nathan Lyon, he's been over there before. I think we go over with the strongest batting lineup that I've seen in years to go over. Manas, unproven in India, but a quality player of spins. Usman, well, we've seen what he's done in Pakistan. Um, You know, the danger is we've got so many lefties. I don't subscribe to that. In regards, they've got Aksar Patel and Jadeja anyway. Um, you know, and, and the danger is, you know, the left hand is to Ashwin. But I think these guys have got the team to, to to score big runs. I want a guy like Travis Head to bat like he does in Australia. I want him to take the game on. I want him to move the game forward. Um, you know, and in a sense, I want him to trust his defence. But I want him to be a guy who strikes at 80 and can counter punch against these guys. And I really think he can be a game breaker if he, if he has that sort of attitude that we've seen him do and do well in Australia in other in, in and hello, in other hello, conditions. Hello, hello, hello. Yep, cool. And how fondly do you think back on, on Puna? Six for 35 in each innings. Uh, I'll never forget the final innings when you got Coley looking. He didn't offer a shot. And then within, I reckon, without looking it up, I reckon within 15 overs, uh, you'd routed them for 100 and a couple. Uh, it was, um, look, I'll, I'll be honest, Jared. I go a whole 10 minutes without looking at the footage uh, on my phone. <laughs> My my, uh, my lovely girlfriend uh, could probably run you through the whole lineup each inning and the mode of dismissal. Um, no, look, it, it is it is very much fond memories. Um, you know, I remember the conditions really well. I remember that what I remember most about it was the first six overs I bowled before lunch was absolute junk. 
And <laughs> I remember walking into the change rooms and it was like Pac-Man. I could see Darren Lehman. He was looking for me. I was trying to avoid eye contact with him. I grabbed lunch. I hid down in the toilets. I'd come upstairs. He was downstairs. <laughs> he would come upstairs. I'd move back downstairs. And then he finally collared me. And he said, mate, that's a pile of shit. Sorry, sorry, that's, that's not yes. great bowling. Um, mate, sort it out. So I dropped my lunch, which was a beautiful butter chicken, by the way, and I was really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe this was going to be my only highlight. And I got Shree, who was our bowling coach, to go out in the middle. And we bowled out in the middle during the lunch break, which I think you can't actually do. I don't think you're allowed to go out and we could bowl. But I went back to, I bowl round arm, which everyone knows and don't spin, but I went even further round arm because I felt like I needed to drag my legs back. Steve Smith, now he was the captain, told me after I bowled that six overs, which was poor, he said, mate, I'm going to back you, you're going to bowl all day, so just bloody get used to it. And that just relaxed me, knowing that I had a captain, a senior member and a leader who backed my skill and potential it took the, took the edge off it. I brought my length back and, you know, the rest was history. It was a massive raging turner and because I don't spin it, you know, I was able to get LBs. <laughs> I was able just to straighten it and, you know, I was finding the edge. I had a one-handed catch from Peter Hanscom, you know, on a ball that had every right to spin against Virat Kohli. Somehow it, 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 it was like a doozer and went in and you know, <laughs> hit in the middle of off stump and, um, you know, we were away. So, uh, yeah, I remember, it. I remember it fondly, but I think what that did who it did for this Australian team was said, you know what, we can get close to these guys. We weren't good enough to beat them and it's so hard to get close. But what I hope is that the lessons learned from that tour by the senior members can be now implemented and we can go one better as a team and as a country and finally beat India and India. And I think they're right for the picking. Um, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I'm so excited for this tour. I'm sure you are as well. You're going to head over for a couple of tests. Um, I I just hope that we put up a good fight and... You know, this will go a long way in in, lament, uh, in, in, in solidifying some legacies of Pat Cummins, of Steve Smith, and this Australian cricket team being number one in the world. And if they do well there and do well in England, they're going to have to go down as one of the greatest Australian cricket teams of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, there's so much to play out before us. Is There are days of cricket that you just can't wait for them to begin, and this is one. So three and a half hours away. Um, so our closing word, Steve, is to... There's a, a lot of Aussie fans who are a little bit fretful, I think, after the past 24 hours. Should they feel optimistic heading towards what's about to unfold? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This is, the, I think, the best team to go over since 2004, when we had success, and I think the batting group, a lot is going to hinge on their success. They've got to bat, and they've got to bat big, and that will help these younger spinners get into the contest and get into the game because we've got the bowling talent to do it. But if we don't get those big runs, then I think, you know, we're going to have a, a, a tough time of it. So, But, um, you know, as I said, best team to go over since 2004, in my opinion. I love talking cricket with you, Steve. Let, let's see how it all unfolds, and we might touch base oh, as this series unfolds. Oh, I'm going for a run, and I'm going to sprint all the way up and down Manly Beach just to burn off a bit of this energy, Jared. You've got me rolled up. So enjoy the call over there, mate. I look forward to listening to it.